Hi, Barb. We're live. It's recording. It's our first ever attempt at a podcast episode. It's Whit Brown with on the home place farm, trying to get a little, uh, a little used to a little experience on a podcast being recorded and uh, seeing how that works. I'm right here with my lovely bride of 20 years, 21 years. Yeah. 22 it? years in, a, in about a month. Right. Sure. Start sure. All right. Yeah. Let's just start. Let's talk a little bit about your podcast idea. Like what, what is your idea for a podcast? Like why would you want a podcast about on the home place farms? All right. So I was born and raised in, uh, well, not born, but practically there my whole life. I was in Tallapoosa, Georgia, which is right across the line from a little community called Muscadine, Alabama. It's where I spent most of my summers uh, staying with my grandmother and uh, growing up and playing with a lot of cousins. And it just became a, a place where uh, a lot of fond memories, uh, home is kind of the best way I could describe it. And so uh, a, lot, a lot of nostalgia there. And a lot of my uncles were basically, they grew up farmers. And later in life, that's what they spent a lot of their time and effort on into a farm. And here recently, one of my cousins is trying to kind of his own hand at starting a farm in that same little area over there. And he's allowed me to kind of help him out doing it. And I just thought it would be neat to record a little bit of history of the area, a little bit of history of our family and some jokes and some stories that have been told. thought that'd be interesting. And if nothing else, fun for our family to uh, ha have that recorded and, and uh, be able to go to whenever they wanted to. So that's, that's why the, you know, that's why the podcast, so the podcast is basically for your family about your family yeah and you know ho hopefully it, there's a little entertainment that, that some other people might find funny or not but a little info uh a lot, a lot of wisdom in you know 100 years of muscadine living uh you know that that maybe could come out but it's more it's more sort of a, of a family podcast i i thought it was one that you used to like that uh garrison keeler mm -hmm. kind of the fictional what was it like will be gone or mm -hmm. something like that nature and that's kind of the you know the nostalgia in your head you have that perfect mm -hmm. uh idea which it wasn't of course but that's kind of the idea behind it and uh, so that, that's the the idea behind the podcast hope to uh interview and just have some discussions with with not just family but people from the area even from uh cleveland county and harrelson county uh and kind of why it is the way it is and, and what what's people's stories are a little bit behind it so why don't you tell tell us a little bit about uh, Muscadine in like the area that your family grew up in. Your dad, though, uh, raised you in Tallapoosa, which was right over the Georgia line. But uh, tell us a little bit about that area where he grew up. All right. So uh, Muscadine actually got its name. There's two little communities right next to each other, Muscadine and Fruithurst, which anybody who listens to this would, would know more about it than I would probably. But uh, there, the two communities were named actually, uh, because of the, the grape and wine, uh, growing community that had developed there, uh, Muscadine grapes and Fruithurst still even has a winery, uh, they opened up, I don't know, 10 years ago, five, 10 years ago, that's out there in Fruithurst right now. But, uh, according to everything I know, and we'll, we'll, I may get corrected as we move on with this, but my grandfather and grandmother moved to Muscadine, Alabama, uh, I believe in the forties mm -hmm. and, uh, bought what is kind of the old homestead that's still there and still standing today. It was a, uh, three bedroom 
zero bath house. Uh, didn't have indoor plumbing or anything when they moved there. My grandmother had, uh, let's see, seven kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, the, eight. The White House, that's called. That's right. we, we call this the White House because the house is white. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my dad was actually born in that house mm-hmm. in 1950. But uh, I don't think indoor plumbing came until later in the 50s. Um, but it was a... Uh, yeah, I can't remember. May had bought about 40 acres with it at the time that they bought it. Uh, they actually, as they lived there during the war, uh, World War II, I think they, they had to move to Savannah. Uh, my grandfather had to work at a shipyard uh, during the war in Savannah for Savannah time, but they eventually moved back to the house and uh, farmed a lot. You still, there's, you still see kind of where evidence of where the chicken houses were. Uh, one chicken house is still about to cave in, but it was a, it's been a storage for a lot of stuff, uh, at that time. And there, we were just regaled with stories, uh, me and my cousin as kids of, of stories about mules and bees and, uh, cows and chickens and pigs and hogs. And I think it's a very similar story to people who grew up at that time that, that everybody had their little family farm that they did. And, uh, so as all of my uncles had, uh, you know, matured into adulthood, many, uh, some of them moved off. I had an uncle who, uh, went to the air force and stayed in the air force for 20 years, but it just seemed like they all eventually, uh, made their way back to Muscadine or right there around it and raised their families. And, uh, it's just a lot of years of a big family, uh, a lot of laughs and stories that came out of those times where either when they were kids or all of their kids had their own stories. Uh, later on in that same little community so there were seven children you say and then do do you know how many children lived around that farm um because we were able to go back and live on the farm for a bit and that was one of the better times of our lives we were able to live in that white house for a while and we i don't know if i really called it a farm yeah at that time it was just a big plot of land yeah. I guess. Yeah. but some of those plots are separated out mm-hmm. amongst those brothers and uh sister so how many well let, let, let's start off with their names that's yeah, still a story that, yeah. in itself yeah so my oldest uncle uh 17 years older than my dad i was growing up called him uncle junior silas philip brown i believe he was the third at the time mm-hmm. but you know when the oldest ones dies they kind of uh, switch the junior titles. So he was, uh, my grandfather was Silas Philip Brown. And then my uncle was Silas Philip Brown Jr. And I called him uncle junior, but for some reason, my other cousins called him uncle do. And I don't know why. Do spell do like, like almost D O O V E is how it sounds. I don't know exactly how you would spell that. Uh, no, I've heard that story, but I, to be honest with you, top of my head, I don't remember. Right. So, uh, by the way, all of my uncles and aunt, have nicknames that I think my grandfather gave them most of the time. No, hardly any of them go by their real name. The next one was uh, Wentford Brown. Uh, he was Uncle Went, uh, probably one of the strongest men I've ever known in my life. Uh, kind of as scary as a kid, how, how just burly was. Uh, kind of, uh, he, he's one to me that, sp- you know, speak quietly and carry a big stick kind of, kind of fella. Uh, but he, I think he was a truck driver for a lot of years. Again, we'll find out more exactly about that. But he, he married uh, Aunt Mert, and they had four kids. 
uh, Uncle Junior had three kids, three of my cousins who were a little bit older than me. Uh, they, uh, they they were my generation of, of Browns so much as far as growing up, but I, you know, I've seen them my whole life and, and that family get-togethers. Then after Uncle Went came Uncle Judge. His name was Ralph Earl Brown. They called him Judge. Again, my grandfather gave him that name. He had two kids, my cousin Tim and Tom. Married lady, Rudy, uh, Ruby Robinson. Uh, Aunt Ruby passed away when I was fairly young and in, in mid-teens. Uh, then uh, comes after Uncle Judge, we have uh, Uncle Cotton, William Lloyd Brown. He had two boys, my cousin Ryan and cousin Kyle, and and spent a lot of time with them as we were growing up uh, in the in the late you know early eighties into the nineties. And then uh, after him, I had uh, Gene Autry Brown, and he was Uncle J John. Uncle John was probably uh, one of the most influential uncles I had. Spent a lot of time lived next. He was our neighbor when we moved, moved out there. Uncle John's uh, one of the uh, this. The, the really meant a lot to us uh, as our family. And, and that's kind of where the whole idea of the farm coming back and starting a farm came from. He is the one who started a syrup, sorghum syrup making uh, adventure. And that's kind of who my cousin Kyle is kind of copying and trying to make that kind of the center point of his future plans on the farm and, and what we would kind of like to do with it as we go on. But uh, all of them moved probably back, uh, even after they settled and got families and jobs and careers, all of them have moved back within probably a five minute drive of my grandmother. And three of them live right next door to, you know, where her house, old house was. So that was kind of the idea that, you know, I've always jokingly referred to it as the Brown compound mm -hmm. uh, because of that. But then after uncle John comes uh, the only girl uh, who's uh, Patricia Brown, uh, now Smith, her last name is Smith. It's my aunt Pat. Aunt Pat uh, never really had children of her own, so she adopted all of us. <laughs> and uh, many adventures with my aunt Pat. She was a uh, fun lady, uh, her own person, definitely. Uh, we can get into a lot of stories about uh, my aunt Pat, but and we will. We'll get into those stories. Hopefully, get a chance to talk to her a little bit too in this podcast. And then my dad was the baby of the family, um, Billy Charles. And most of my cousins called him Uncle Bill. I called him dad or yes, sir, <laughs> many times. But uh, that's that's the the Brown lineage. And that's kind of the family that uh, we all have kind of came from. And uh, great, great men and, and aunts and grandmothers and uh, cousins. And uh, a lot of interesting things that, that I think can come out of their stories. So as these um, brothers and your Aunt Pat began to um, age and move on, uh, that's when we were able to come in. Mm -hmm. What did you think of them when you first met all those uncles? What did you think of them? Oh, they're, they're very strong characters for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, big personalities, but a lot of love. Um, but then... As they were getting older, we moved to the White House. Yeah. And then... Uh, 2008. 2008, we moved there. Yeah, right. But be before then, they had signed Cheryl, built their house there, and Kyle. Kyle, uh, I think around 07, Kyle and Terry, yeah. his wife Terry. Uh, Kyle's 
Uncle Cotton's kid, uh, one, one of my best friends kind of growing up and in life. And him and his wife, Terry, uh, built the house, uh, like I said, 2007. I think they had just moved in when we moved in mm-hmm. to the White House. And I think Cy and Cheryl, uh, another cousin, was building, uh, maybe their house was done about a year after we moved in, something like that. Yeah. And so we were actually there with them for a while before some of them began to pass away. Mm-hmm. That's right. Uh, yep. Uh, we were there, uh, uncle junior passed away, I think in 2014. Yeah. He was, he was the farmer. Uncle junior was the green thumb. Yeah. Uh, he was, a, he was a air force veteran for a lot of years and then uh school teacher after that. And his, his first wife Anne Orlean passed away when I was very little and he married, uh, our, our aunt Ethel. And they were both school teachers, retired from that. And then he loved his family, his children, his grandkids, and farming. Yeah. <laughs> he loved to do that. And then it was um, Uncle Cotton passed away. Uh, what do you think? 2018, 19, uh, somewhere around there. And then our Uncle John just passed around 2020. Mm-hmm. Uh, and th- those, so were, you know, we wanted to kind of do this kind of memory of them a little bit, but as we got some of our uh, you know, uncles still around and, and you know, aunt to, to talk to them and, and kind of get the stories on, on, on record before they, they go to, you know, before it gets too late. And uncle John had the, um, the, I can't say the word sorghum, sorghum, the sorghum. That's right. Yeah. He had the sorghum uh, started and, and running. So it was easy for Kyle to kind of come in and take, take that idea over and begin on that. But how did you guys come up with this idea to, to farm? Well, Kyle actually was the first one who, who got the, who the bug bit more than anything else. And he got the idea. I think he, he got caught in some, uh, YouTube videos first and then read some books about getting Joel Salatin and some other, other, uh, YouTubers and things that he that regenerative farming is kind of the first idea, but, when uh, Uncle John first started, Uncle John started growing sorghum during his retirement. And it was something I think that they did when he was a kid. He kind of brought it back. And so he had done it for about 25 years. So he has a little setup there to do that. And Kyle was kind of his apprentice for a while, uh, standing around and learning from Uncle John. And I think Kyle just decided to bite the bullet a couple of years ago. And, and he, uh, uh we started with chickens, uh, raising some chickens and, and little things like that. And that's kind of where it's, you know, that the, the help needed, we, we kind of came in as far as his cousins and, and starting to learn that just a little bit. He's just kind of dabbling into that. And then last year we decided to really start, uh, trying to make that syrup again. And we had our uh, 25th anniversary of uncle John starting it, you know, the, the festival we did last year in October called SOP. And I think it was kind of a success and we're hoping to make it a little bigger and, and kind of the, the focal point of the farm right now until, you know, it really, uh, he, he can spend more time and, and, and learn more on, on how to get a farm going. Yeah. Now this is a good story in itself about the, uh, the SOP and how it came about. But when we. SOP stands for syrup on the home place, by the way, but yeah. that's where it came from. Yeah. <laughs> and the sopping of a biscuit. Yeah. yeah sopping yeah. a biscuit. That's right. Which is a Southern verb. <laughs> <laughs> so when we were able to move to the White House, we were um, we had to promise your Aunt Pat that we would have a family reunion 
Yeah, every, every year. year. That's right. And it evolved into what we now call the SOB. That's yeah. right. Yeah, first, uh, growing up, there was two weekends in a row that you always spent in Muscanine, no matter where you were, uh, if you were in this area. One was a, a local church that, that the whole Brown family has some sort of background in, is a little church called Beulah Baptist Church. And they would have uh, with a community barbecue is what they would do. And so all the the community could come and they'd have a singers and all those kids would go play football or, or whatever. And you'd have the, you know, they, they would, old, I guess the, the pit style barbecue where they would uh, basically burn up and create a lot of coals, throw a lot of meat on the, the coals and then bury it all and let it cook for a long time, 24 hours. And, so we started doing that as a family get together, but we kind of mixed it because the very next weekend was Granny's birthday, always mm-hmm. around Labor Day. And so we, we kind of mixed those two together. And for 10, at least 10 years, 10, 12 years, we tried to do a family get together uh, where we kind of celebrated Granny's old birthday. And then uh, Granny passed away in 2004 uh, or 2005 in May or March of 2005, somewhere around there. And from that point on, we tried to do that once a year. And then uh, when it came upon, we were going to try to do this farm thing. We had the uh, 25th anniversary of Uncle John starting it. Then uh, that's kind of replacing that time period where kind of combining more of our family story with with getting together every year. And kind of still still doing that wish for Aunt Pat that the family don't quit getting together even after everybody gets older. So it's become more of a, um, a remembrance. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And a time to celebrate each other. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the, the older we get, you know, it, it's funny, the, the things that we used to swear we would never do, you know, we never wanted to farm or have a garden or, you know, uh, I guess do all these things old people are supposed to do, you know, and all of a sudden we're, we're those old people that, that are starting to do those yeah. things, you know, well, what's the appeal of it? What's the appeal of the farm now? I don't know. There's just something about about kind of I, maybe it's going back to your roots but just kind of uh, being uh, it's almost biblical in my head it's almost being productive and and using resources that kind of god gave you to create something create order and, and beauty and and usefulness and things out of it so as you look back on your past you can kind of see um the people that came before you those things become more important as well as as being a part of your history mm-hmm. as well and then being able to be productive with it um, to leave for your future generations, maybe. Yeah. I mean, I, I think you, you realize all the things you really kind of hustle and bustle about, you yeah. know, at the end of not, not that we're at the end, hopefully, but you, you kind of think that they are, uh, you see the importance of them aren't near as important as you did when you were 20 and 30 years old. Yeah. You know, you're, you're, you're starting to realize there are means to the ends of what's really important, I think. And so that's kind of what it is. And, and that's kind of what I want, the if we do this podcast and we keep you know interviewing some some people and and hopefully it'll get better with time if we make it better and we have uh, more stories and entertainment it's not just you know me rambling on or anything like that uh hopefully people get a feel of of why that place is so special and, and why any place is special is because of the people mm-hmm. and that's that's what makes it special but uh you do you do link places and smells and times and stories with people and that's what makes them you know everything good so at the at the recording of this podcast on this day you are how old i'm 45 will be 
46 in about a couple of months. And I'm 48. I'll be 49 That's right. in December. Yeah. What do you think about farming and, and trying something like this? Um, I think it's a great excuse for you guys to hang out more together. Yeah. That's what I think. Yeah. I think that it's that you enjoy each other's company. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I enjoy being productive as well and creative. Um, your family is definitely larger than life. And, and the stories that they have are good stories. Uh, but I think that it's important to, um, to, to lay it down and remember it. If our kids don't carry on the tradition of farming or anything like mm. that, uh, to know like you did, that it was a part of their life and to be able to have it actually documented would be a beautiful thing yeah. for them to have as well. So I think that's very valid. And, and I, I don't know, like if you could look 10 years into the future, okay. Like what would you want to see happen? Or if you could look 20 years into the future, if you could look 30 years into the future, what would you want to see happen with that farm? Or what would you want to see happen? It's not going to be about, you know, um, uh, we're we went international oh, yeah. <laughs> or anything right. like that. Our money's know. not even really yeah. an idea. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's not that's not going to be the right. gist of it. But it will be that we have the time together. That's right. Yeah. And, and right now, I mean, when you say farm, it's not like you know you can't envision hundreds of acres. Yeah. I mean, we don't even. I don't even own any land out there right well, people, now. People farm on two acres. Right. Yeah, that's so, that's kind of what it is right yeah. now. It's just it's it's more of a thought than it is actual mm -hmm. thing. Uh, but you know. It, Without the thoughts, you don't get the thing yeah. going to, exactly. to begin with. But that is, uh, I have to, you know, cousin Kyle is is kind of the the catalyst of it, and I just he's let me tag along, and it, it's a it's a fun thing. As as I get older, my kids are starting to get older them and start their own lives and all that kind of stuff. For yeah, you get a little bit more freedom and and you know time to to think about what you want the last you know thirty or life yeah. to be about and yeah. and, and, and enjoy and. If it happens, it, you know, it doesn't, but if nothing else, I think uh, it's good to kind of uh, catch up with your roots and, and tell good stories yeah. and, and tell people's story. And I, that's something I've always been interested in, not just family, but anybody's story of, of why they are the way they are and where they came mm -hmm. from. And that, that's pretty interesting to me. It means, you know, Absolutely. I think also, too, it, it, it gives you a little bit of what you want, but it also gives your family, a, a large opportunity to give back. Yeah. And within that opportunity to give back, you know, you want, you want to be able, we, there are so many people, especially at that church at Beulah, um, that share in that community and in, and in, uh, the legacy of your family, uh, you want to be able to, to help them right. tell their stories as well. You know, and you think like, uh, my mom passed away, uh, a little over a year ago. And you think about all the stuff that, that you, you know, you wish you could have, uh, got recorded or, you know, so a lot of wisdom and, and experience and stories and talents that you, you know, you're like, man, the world doesn't have that anymore, you know, and you wish you could hold on and, and pass that on and all that kind of stuff. And that, that's a little bit of this is, is kind of playing catch up a little bit, hopefully before we lose too much of that. Uh, and, and to have a good time doing it. Yeah. More than that, you know, like you said, it gives you an excuse to go hang out with people you love and, yeah. and talk about them, you know? Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, well, if you could, um, if you could visualize where you would want us to go, what are some things that you'd like to see happen with it? Well, I, what I really want to do is, is it to paint a background of, of people 
of when uh, when I talk about my uncle Junior, or if I talk about uh, Aunt Pat, people in their head can compare to their lives and go, "Oh yeah, I got Aunt Pat too." Uh, that that, and so they kind of get the idea of of uh, what I'm talking about and and be able to uh, relate to what what we're talking about. And if it if it helps with anything that we want to do with SOP, uh, or you know the farm comes about, if that helps in any way, that's great. But if nothing else, uh, a way for for people to uh, connect and relate and and to uh, say you know know who Michael Cotton was or or my you know my uh, Uncle Wynn or, or or those my cousin Kyle or to have those people because we all have those people uh, kind of similar. And I, I think it'll be a, a good journey along the way. Hopefully, is what I'm hoping. Yeah. So when is the SOP this year? SOP 23 will be the first Saturday in October. And it's not really, we call it a festival kind of deal. I mean, it's not really one that we, we advertise like uh, trying to make money or, or anything like that. But it, it will be something where if you want to see sorghum syrup made uh, or if you'd like you know, to, to buy sorghum syrup and see a family having a great time, uh, we hope to kind of open it up more to the community and have a few of farm things to sell. Uh, you know, I, I, I don't know all the details as far as what we're going to do with it right now, but that is SOP 23. And that's kind of the the crescendo of, of anything we do farm related for that year is kind of, we'll, we'll be there. And uh, hopefully it'll be second a Second annual. Second the annual. Second annual. SOP. That's right. And everybody's invited. That's everybody's invited. Yeah. Uh, it'll, it'll, it'll be at uh, one uh, Uncle John's old house. And, uh, you know, it'll, uh, hopefully be a, a good time. Yeah. We had a mm -hmm. great time last year mm -hmm. and I, I think it'll, it'll hopefully be bigger and better every year is what we're hoping to be. Yeah. We had some, um, foot races for the kids. We yeah. had a 5k ish, 5k ish. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, some, some syrup. Yep. Had some syrup, some other Kyle's syrup. Had entertainment, the Cy Brown band played. Yes. I hear they're, they're really we're, good. We're hoping to book them again. <laughs> That's right. They're hoping they come back. They've, they've played some other venues around here. They're getting big. They're getting big on us. You know, we got wineries and such. Yeah, yeah. we got to. We put them on retainer like, for SOP. Yeah. Get the merch out. They got to get their merch out. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Um, we need a send off line. We need a line that will send off your podcast. Oh, I think of that. Yeah. Think of that one. Right yeah. Think of that. Yeah. Yeah. We hope to. Uh, yeah. Hope, hope everyone can. I guess. Uh, Remember the old home place eventually yeah, one day. What was that? Life is sweet. Sop it up. Yeah, or something. Or something yeah, like cousin that. Kyle will come up with something. Yeah, somebody yeah. will come up with something. That's yeah. right. That's yeah. right. All right. That may be a good end to this, this first podcast, and uh, <laughs> it may be our only one, but that that was a uh, a good start, anyways. Thanks, everybody.